Tiger style. Tiger style. Attention, everyone. Tiger this style. is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. and directness describes the attack of the animal kingdom's most feared predator, the tiger, whose major weapons are his powerful forepaws and razor-sharp claws, which, with a single swipe, can down a full-grown deer. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for spending your time in the Tiger's Den. We will try not to waste it. It is Sunday, January 20, January 28th, 2024 AD. And due to a small emergency that I had here earlier today, I'll explain it in a moment. Um, I didn't get to write my introduction, but I have a, a jam-packed show for you tonight. We have uh, <laughs> we got tech bubbles. We got red herrings. We've got... Um, <laughs> the lying Washington Post, you know, uh, and we got E.T. Janet Yellen talking about the decline of the dollar and how that's going to happen and how interest rates aren't, aren't going to creep down the way that we think they are, or at least the general public thinks they are. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for spending your time in the Tigers, Dan, and hold on, because you do have the tiger by the tail. Uh, we're going to jump right into it, and um, you guys know I like to play a little music uh, to start things off, because things get a little crappy. I got to improve my mood. And uh, before I get into the music, I just want to tell everybody I have a, a pro one water filter system, gravity fed, and it's like a five gallon system. And you know, men, when your women tell you something, you need to listen. Okay. Cause mama tiger warned me about this and I have it up. I have this shelf in my kitchen that I keep dog treats on, you know, and other stuff. And I have the water filter sitting right up on top of the shelf. So I went to I went to fill it tonight and I filled it and I'm, you know, cooking dinner and getting getting everything ready so I can eat and I'm not hungry during the report. And I hear boom and I go out there and the whole shelf is on the floor, five, six gallons of water on the floor, filters broken, the uh, housing, the stainless steel housing all bent up. But that's OK, because Angry Tiger can fix that. But uh, it was a, a small calamity and uh, it, it really made me a little angry, but I'm over it now. But uh, due to the having to clean up that mess, because you don't want it two inches of water sitting on your kitchen floor, I was uh, running a little behind with everything, so I didn't get to write the introduction. So uh, please forgive me one and all for that uh, minor discretion. Um, I want to welcome everybody to the show. I got White Wolf. I got Rhonda Tate. I got Vince Agnelli. I would bet my bottom dollar Levi is over in Rumble. What's going on, Levi? How are you doing, brother? No way. Narrow Gates Ministry. Levi, one hell of a guy. On the show the other day, it was absolutely awesome. And um, Levi, email me back, man. I haven't heard from you. I would love 
to announce um, what is going on. Um, you can even let me know in the chat if you can join us Wednesday. Anyways, um, let's get on to some music here. Now, listen, these people are musical artists. I do not in any way, shape, or form uh, promote or stand by their, you know, their um, political views. I Billy Joel, he he makes good music. But when it comes to politics, I think his his nose is uh is bent. So um, with that being said, this is one of my favorite songs by Billy Joel. And uh, maybe because my son's name is Anthony. No, not really. It's I like the message of the song. It's kind of about time and chasing your dollars and all that stuff. And this is moving out from Billy Joel. Let me know if you can hear it.
Yes, and that was Billy Joel with Moving Out, and uh, I like that song. And um, also with us tonight, I do have Bouncer the Ninja Dude Dog. He's patrolling for vomits with tyranny on their breath and lice in their beards in his beautiful black and white ninja suit. Bouncer's a pretty dapper guy. The white paws, the white chest, the black hammerhead snout. Nice dude. Anyway, um... Before we get into things, everybody, the news is I've heard in alternative media and in other places, there's going to be a civil war because of the border. Red herring, red herring. The border is a crisis. We are being invaded. Do not get me wrong. Okay. This is a true thing. We, we are, we, we are not a, a sovereign country needs a border. Okay, you can't just let anybody in willy nilly. My parent, my my dad, the way that he got here, they had to go to Ellis Island. They had to learn the Constitution and Bill of Rights. They had to speak a certain amount of English. Okay, they couldn't come all at once. The family four and five years apart. So they had to be separated from family members to get here. Okay, you shouldn't be able to just walk into any country. Try that somewhere else and see how that works. So you know my opinion on this, especially when we're living in a country where we're not our own citizens are languishing. Okay, the economy is in a death spiral. It's basically a walking zombie that uh, the necromancy of the Federal Reserve is propped up, you know, by buying the market and doing other insidious things. So don't get me wrong when I'm saying that there's not a problem at the border. There is a problem at the border, but this whole thing about a civil war and all this other, it's a red herring. And uh, one of the reasons I say that, I've done some research into this a little bit. Number one, the main reason I say that, even before doing my research is this. I'm watching the market. I'm watching the economy. I'm watching what the central bank is doing. It doesn't matter what Abbott does. It doesn't matter with, with that some map that nobody can find out as far as I know. There's not one person. Um, I can see you, Riddle May. Uh, that is you. What's going on, Jason Barker? What's going on? Welcome to the show on YouTube. I can always, uh, now I can post your comments. And I can't, you know, so the Fed, they run the country, not Abbott, not the 25 states with some map. They show you this map. I don't even know where the map comes from. Nobody's been, Jason Barker was looking into that. Jay, did you find any where that map came from of the 25 states? The they're joining, you know, um, Texas and secession and all this other crap. Um, the alt media is having a field day. They're getting clicks. They got the good old boy kind of like attitude going. They've got all the, um, you know, the conservatives. And we should be concerned about our border. All right. And it's a great thing that Abbott's actually using his branch of the military, the National Guard, to defend the border. We have this Leviathan government. We pay all these taxes. The DOD spending is a mess. Okay, it's ridiculous. We're bombing Palestine, Palestinians basically by proxy. We're in a proxy war with Russia, six, seven hundred military bases around the world. But we can't guard our own border. How is that? I'd like to know how that is. We couldn't take these troops that were all spread out like the Roman Empire. We are, as Vince Agnelli said, we are ripe for an invasion. We got and this information I got from Vince Agnelli. We have three aircraft carriers around our, our, our country. That's nothing around our country. The fourth one is in Japan. And one of the ones we have is a piece of crap. We're defenseless over here because we have all our resources spread out all over the world. You know, did these guys study the Roman empire? I figure if you're in the military, that would be a very important, the most powerful military the world has ever seen. And then they're not studying the tactics or 
possibly what happened to the biggest empire that ran the world for over 2000 years and what made them fall. Okay. Because that's one of the things their, their, their military was totally spread out. Okay. But back to what I was saying. So you could use the, the central, the central government that should not exist could use the gigantic Leviathan military. In my opinion, that really you could use militias to do this in, in each state there's some complications, but you could do that, okay? And states could have their sovereignty like they did under the Articles of Confederation uh, until the great aggression from the North happened, all right? But instead, we're spread out all over the place. We've got Texas using their National Guard, which is all fine and dandy to me. That's great, all right? But the Fed are in charge of, the, of things in this country, the, the Federal Reserve. The central banks run the world economies, okay? It's not the president. It's not Greg Abbott. It's not the states. It's none of that, okay? That's the thing I'm trying to point out. And I'm watching what the Fed is doing. And a civil war would interrupt what they're doing right now. And what they're doing right now is they're pumping the markets with money, okay? They're the Rothschild formula of the warring is in full effect. The war drums are beating. That means they plan on printing more debt and lending it to our government. Okay? And, 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 and in the boondoggle way of things, that incestuous relationship, once again, between the Federal Reserve, the government, and the corporations, the DOD corporations, you know, like Lockheed Martin and Raytheon and all those wonderful people. Okay? They're getting money via the government because they're buying weapons and bullets and all that great stuff to fund these wars and these proxy wars. Okay, and we're going to see something where we're going to be involved in this very shortly, I believe. Okay, and but it's not they're not it's not time for a major disruption in this country and a civil war would be a major disruption in this country. That will happen. When we are when they're done playing the game with the U.S. dollar because they're not done doing that, they're not done gobbling up assets, they're not done gobbling up commodities. Okay, when they're done doing that, I would maybe entertain thoughts of a civil war. And here's another thing. So there's my point on that. I got a video here I want to play about this too. Here's another thing. Okay. I watch people, conservatives, libertarians, second amendment people, oh, we need a yeah, civil war. Do you have any idea what you're talking about? Do you have any idea what you're asking for? Have you studied 1860 and, and, and what happened in the Civil War? Brothers killing brothers, fathers killing fathers. Okay. Oh, uh, White Wolf, I got a comment here. I would like to uh, I would like to answer that comment. Yes, it was a major disruption in their favor. A civil war is not going to be in their favor. Okay. That's not in, in the disruption they just had was a disruption in the economy, which they controlled. Okay, what had what did we have to do? We had to borrow more money from the Fed. You're not going to be borrowing money from the Fed if there's a civil war. Okay, that's just my opinion, White Wolf. But anyways, um, with that being said, okay, with that being said, I just want to tell everybody that um, I th th these people rooting for this, they're, they're bereft of their senses. Their minds are addled with visions of grandeur and they're LARPing because we're all going to be miserable if there's a civil war. People are going to die. People, you know, children are going to starve. Okay. The whole country would be in total dismay. All right. So the chances of that happening anytime soon, I think within the year, next year or two or over this border thing are slim to none. 
that's just my opinion. Okay. I'm not a, I'm not a soothsayer or a guru. I don't have a crystal ball. Okay. I'm going to check the, uh, the rumble chat and see if we got any Brian Taylor. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Good to see you there, brother. I haven't seen you in a while. Who else? Mary Nancy. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being there. Ripper. What is going on? How are you doing? Glad to see you there. Ripper 6720. I agree. Screw the civil war and the past and the past, the revolution. Uh, what's going on, Patrick, the plumber. Glad to see you there. And so anyways, let's get into this. I got a video for you guys. All right. And I'm going to play it for you. Okay. We're going to get into it right now. Let me see if I can uh, blow this up for you. Let me see here. See, let's try this again. Going on here. No, I don't want picture picture. Well, no, stupid technology. Who wants picture picture? All right, let's try this again. All right, this is irritating the heck out of me. Hold on a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry about that. Sometimes I get a little upset with this tech garbage. All right, here we go. The volume is horrible. What's going on, guys? I know y'all come to my page because of the comedy. I hope you guys can hear this. And I don't get political very often. Sometimes I have some things to say about things. I live in Texas. I was just in Eagle Pass. And uh, I've got some videos I need to show you guys. Because you're watching the news, whether it's CNN or Fox. You're letting these news media idiots get you riled up against each other. Let me show you some videos that might just calm your ass down and make you turn off the TV. Watch this. All right, so this is the the wall, you know, the fence that we put up. And they put up a secondary fence because they opened the gates. There's some armed guards with some pretty serious weaponry. You know, pretty intimidating, right? Here's your razor wire uh, in between the two bridges that are in the entrances into Mexico and also the entrance to Eagle Pass. There's some Hummers, some more guys, right? We're protecting, you know, we're, we're keeping them out. This is 0.5 miles from that area. 0.5 miles from where they set up their cameras. 0.5 miles from where they have all the people there. And it's right down the road. I left this long to show you just how short of a drive it is for us to get to a point where all that we just saw does not matter. And they're just getting you riled up against each other because it's election time. And right about here is where you're going to see it. What's that? Look at this. Look at this. Where are the armed guards? Where are the AR-15s? Where, where are, where is the razor wire? Where's the gates? That's half a mile from where the media is blowing up that Texas versus the feds, that we're having this big battle. So that was one gate. That was the very first gate that I saw. We drove down a little bit more. There's one. It had a chain on it. So you keep driving down the road. You got Trump's wall doing its job. This one has never even had a gate. 
So to me, doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, libertarian, it doesn't matter what you are and you're posting about this Texas versus the feds and we, we could have a civil war. I'm telling you right now, if a civil war breaks out, it's not because there's something good to fight over. It's because it's election time. It is because the news media is corrupt and you need to turn the TV off. I don't care. I don't care what news media you watch. Just go down there and look yourself. Go look. The, the things that they are saying that the feds and Texas are fighting about is a stretch that is not even a mile. How long is the border? They can just walk right over and those gates keep going and going and going and going. I know you're thinking, well, just two gates. No, they're all open, open all the gates. It's a whole hoopla over this little bitty section in Eagle Pass in between a bridge and a bridge. The only place that there's guards. So if you can't get in half a mile of our border, you just walk down the road and you go across the border there. All, all you folks posting about this, you picked a side and you think you're doing the right thing. But I'm, all of you need to reevaluate the country you live in and the information that's being given to you. Because I really, I wanted to be on the Republican, I wanted to push on the Republican side. Hell, I'm from Texas. I'm, I'm in the middle no matter what, usually. So, needless to say, th that is another reason that I believe that this is just a giant red herring. That That's all it really is. We have oh, so many other things going on. And they're ginning up this nonsense. And one more point to add. I have one more point to add. Not only when I watch the markets and I watch what the Fed's doing, and I know that a civil war would disrupt this, this easy money, this asset gathering, this commodities gathering that they're doing right now, the consolidation moves that they're making right now for when the, the dollar loses its hegemony altogether, when we have a total financial collapse, the bankers will still be in a, it's sitting pretty. They'll still be holding all the cards. Because I get asked that all the time. Well, why would the central bank, why would the central bank want to, you know, collapse their own? Because they'll bring in a new what they call species, and it's not real species of currency, gold, silver, things like that, things of value. You could even say in a time when you don't have money and you're bartering things, those are species of currencies. I don't call fiat dollars species of currencies, but they do. But when the Fed will bring in a new species of currency, they'll hold all the assets, they'll hold all the commodities. Okay. So remember this. Okay, not financial advice. Watch what they do and mimic them if you can. If you can. And then you say, well, angry. Now you're you're acting like the not really. You're stuck in their damn system. You can tell me that when you stop using fiat dollars for all your transactions. When you're not paying your electric bill in fiat dollars, then you can tell me angry. Why are you investing in? you know, something like JPEG or something like that? Or why would you tell us to watch what the Fed does and do the same thing? Watch what these big businesses do, or even even Nancy Pelosi and her husband, what they invest in. That's Watch that guy because he gets he gets the information a little bit late. Um, that puts that information out. I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about him. I just, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a good gimmick. But, um, so do what they do. Become your own bank. Invest in commodities. Invest in assets that are hard that watch the tech sector is another thing. And I'll, I'll explain why in a minute that you might want to look at again, not financial advice, 
oil right now while we're still in an oil contango would be very, very, uh, that would be a very lucrative asset to invest in right now. Hard commodities. So anyway, with that being said, we're going to continue on. We have, we have a lot of news to cover this evening and in a short amount of time. We've got a long way to go in a short time to get there. Yes, I love it. Yes, eastbound and down, ladies and gentlemen. Ha! Speaking of eastbound and down, massive convoy of truckers heads to border hotspots in bold move to push Biden administration on migration crisis. More part of the red hearing. I'm not going to get into this too much. Well, there's not a lot to get into. It's like two sentences. Massive convoy of truckers heads to border hotspots in bold move to push Biden administration. An enormous convoy of truckers is set to journey through three states to key migrant hotspots, aiming to spotlight the escalation, the escalating crisis and prompt White House action. They need to do something, and we all know what they need to do. Since we're wasting all our money on bombing everybody, we have Palestinian genocide over there. We're helping the Zionist front destroy a race of people. We're, we're, we're helping Ukraine throw, what is that, 500,000 people now into a, 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 a blender, if you will, okay? All right? We have all this money we spend, billions and billions of dollars. We're spread out. Worse than the Roman Empire was before their collapse. But we can't protect our border. Bring the damn military home if we have to deal with all this crap and put them on the border. I mean, it's simple. That that problem is over. And here's another thing. Do you think that when the when okay, it's 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 Abbott versus the Feds. Do you think when the Feds tell Abbott, hey, we're gonna cut off all your federal funding? You know what's gonna happen? He's gonna turn into a mouse. Right now, he's Mighty Mouse. He's going to turn into a normal mouse, okay, and run away squeaking. Squeak, 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 squeak. I'm Greg Abbott. Squeak, 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 squeak. That's what he's going to do. The same thing they did when Trump did the lockdowns, and he funded the lockdowns by saying, if you don't follow CDC recommendations, we're going to take your money from you, okay? That's how this game works, okay, because we have a centralized Leviathan government who are in bed with the snake-headed gypsy tinbenders in this incestuous relationship creating a a neo-feudal system for us all to live in, okay? And and the whole thing is Mussolini-style fascism. Hey, I'm Mussolini, yeah, yeah. That's what's going on right now with a twist. Horrible. It really makes my Italian blood boil. My tail gets puffy. My ears lay back on my head. My whiskers go down. And it, it just enrages me. Totally enrages me when I think of what kind of crappy situation we're in. And I want to, for everyone there, for everybody joining us, a roar for liberty. Thank you very much. Thank you all for being here. All right. On to the next story. Eager for economic w- w- wins, Biden to announce billions for advanced chips. So basically, he's going to dump billions of dollars into the tech sector. Okay, this is kind of like a little bit of a bailout, if you ask me. All right, Washington, the Biden administration eager to highlight a signature economic initiative as elections approach. It is expected to award billions of dollars in subsidies to Intel, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Co., or TSMC, and other top semiconductor companies in coming weeks to help build new factories. The grants are part of the $53 billion CHIP Act intended to reshore production of advanced microchips and fend off China, which is fast developing its own chip industry. The slow pace of implementation of 2022 bipartisan law has frustrated some. More than 170 firms have applied, but no date. Just two tiny grants have been made. 
to makers of less advanced chips. Industry executives familiar with negotiations said the forthcoming announcements are much larger sums in the billions of dollars and aim to kickstart manufacturing of advanced semiconductors that power smartphones, AI, and weapon systems. Of course! Of course we have to have all that to, for the smartphones, the AI, and the advanced weapon systems. Of course! Anyways, it's just, this is ridiculous. Now what says... Every governor took Trump's helicopter cash. Biden is no different. 100% uh, now what? 100%. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. White Wolf, you're cracking me up. And Uncle Vinny, you always crack me up, brother. All right. On to the next one. Oh, look. Look who it is. It's Janet Yellen. And Janet Yellen, you know who that is, don't you? Where, where, where is Janet Yellen? I have it somewhere. There she is, Janet. Yes, Janet Yellen is E.T. Look at the resemblance between her and E.T. A natural way to diversify. Janet Yellen now says Americans should expect a decline in the USD, the dollar, as the world's reserve currency. What's really going on and how you can repair how you can prepare this is from money wise the us dollar saw an eight percent decline in its share of global reserves in 2022 causing some to question whether the dollar's days of dominance are over let me tell you that eight percent is going to jump tremendously when china stops buying their oil in us dollars like they're going to be allowed to do with their agreement in saudi arabia i believe that takes place in march sometime boy oh boy you think we have inflation now when people stop using our dollar, those dollars don't just disappear. They have to reappropriate somewhere and they come back home. Okay. And thus you have more debt dollars coming into the system or not being used. Okay. Which there's a less demand for the dollar. Okay. This is the key to the inflation genie. All right. That's how this all works. All right. So this is a massive, horrible thing going on. But let's see what E.T. continues to say. All right. Let's see what E.T. has to say about this. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen gave her two cents on the matter, so-called de-dollarization, during a congressional hearing on Tuesday, stating that no currency currently exists that can displace the greenback. While U.S. sanctions and foreign policy plays have inspired a backlash from China, Russia, and other prominent countries, the BRICS nations, who are, are keen to dethrone the dollar, Yellen remains adamant that it will not be easy for any country to devise a way to get around the dollar. She did, however, warn that she didn't share that the dollar share of global reserves may continue to decline as countries look to diversify, quote unquote. Here's why the, the topic of de-dollarization is front and center today and what you can do if you're worried about it. So impact and U.S. sanctions, we've discussed this on the show before, okay? The dollar is the reserve currency. Um, I don't have to explain that to you. You guys know why. It's because of the petrodollar. And are you worried about the decline? Follow these steps if you want to retire early. That's Let's see. Let's see what they say. I'm, I'm curious to see what MoneyWise says how to protect yourself. Whether the dollar is replaceable or not, you may be worried about how economic volatility, high inflation, and stock market uncertainty could be impacting your own dollars especially your retirement fund. If your retirement fund is in U.S. dollars, get it the hell out, okay? Again, not financial advice. Invest in something like gold or silver because gold and silver through history has never been less 
than any other currency. It's always been the same or more, usually more, okay? Or get it into commodities, like I've been telling you. If the stock market blows up, the commodities will be the first things to rise and they will rise exponentially, okay? Not financial advice. Remember, I'm just an auto body guy, all right, and a mechanic. Okay, high inflation, okay, in your retirement plan. Why not look to foreign central banks for inspiration? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. They're all doing the same thing money-wise. In the past year, central banks worldwide have been ditching the dollar reserves in favor of gold. In the first quarter of this year, central banks added 228.4 tons of gold, a new quarterly record in their reserves, according to the World Gold Council. Gold is a great alternative because unlike the U.S. dollar, which has lost 98% of its purchasing power since 1971, gold's purchasing power remains more stable over time. You can get a piece of this golden action by opening a gold IRA. Be careful with that. Physical gold is good, but it's a gold IRA, I guess, is better than nothing. I'm not a big fan of anything that you don't have yourself, okay? And don't tell anybody you have this stuff. It's not very smart. Um but I don't really need to tell my viewers that because you guys are all, guys and gals, are brilliant. Anyway, so they're saying IRA. If you want to open a gold IRA, there are reputable services that will let you roll over your current 401k or IRA into a new account. To qualify, you need to be over 59 years old and have it at least $70,000 to transfer. I am pretty sure there are other places that will help you roll your, your 401k into precious metals. And um, before we get on to the next story, it is 8.30, past 8.30. I am going to run a commercial for one of those places. And I, I, I am proud to say they sponsor this program. So here you go. You work hard for your money. The Federal Reserve could care less about that. It's endless printing of fiat dollars to support war, welfare, and ever-expanding government. Your hard-earned money becomes worth less every day. You need a way to hedge against runaway inflation. Saving accounts pay almost no interest, and the stock market is a roller coaster ride of uncertainty. Don't let your savings or retirement be diminished by reckless speculators, bad fiscal policies, and endless printing of fiat dollars. Call Tony Arterburn at Wise Wolf or visit wisewolfgoldandsilver.com for a real wealth storage vessel. Wolfpack is a monthly savings program that ships physical gold and silver to your door. It's a buyer's club that uses the strength of numbering to be a bulk pricing. Tony passes the savings on to you. Tony can roll over an IRA or 401k into a precious metals-backed IRA. He can also help with Bitcoin. That's what you're in. Stop being robbed by the Fed. And visit wisewolfgoldandsilver.com to secure your hard work and something that truly holds value. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. For some reason, I'm getting an echoing issue. Thanks for letting me know about that, Pat the Plumber. Um, that is, uh, that's that's kind of crazy because the mic is muted and everything. I wonder why I'm going to have to get with, uh, maybe J JB and I can brainstorm on that, but Let's keep moving along here. Um, really quick, I want to check the uh, check the Rumble chat, see what's going on in there. Let's see. Gardner Goldsmith, welcome to the show. What's going on, brother? Glad you're listening in. Don't pass go. Do not collect $200. Go directly to jail. They're having a good conversation over there in the chat, as usual. 
I thought the echo was neat. White Wolf says he thought the echo was neat. Yeah, it wasn't me mixing White Wolf. It was the it was, it was the stupid ad for some reason doing that. Anyways, let's get back to going uh, where we were. Here we are. Janet Yellen hints at U.S. interest rates never going low again. Well, it's been my experience as a small businessman when the price of things go up, they never come back down. And I'm sure it's been it's also been my experience as a consumer. And I'm sure, ladies and gentlemen, you can say the same thing, that when prices go up, they never come down. The only thing that gets played with a lot is is, is, is oil and gas. So, you know, your gas prices go go up and down, but not not a lot. Once they hit a benchmark, they usually never go beyond that 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 benchmark. And, you know. Oil producing nations, they don't pay as much for their their gas as we do. And, and for some reason, I find that very peculiar. Anyways, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, during her recent remarks, has stirred the pot in the financial world, suggesting a potential permanent shift in the U.S. interest rate landscape. The post-pandemic era marked by economic upheaval and recovery. Yeah, recovery, my, my, yeah, recovery, my furry tail has left experts and lay people alike questioning the future trajectory of interest rates. Yellen, previously known for her perspective on persistently weak inflation, now hints at a new economic reality, one where low interest rates might become a relic of the past. This doesn't surprise me one bit. I'm not going to get into the whole article. Okay. Yeah, people are still paying attention to Janet Yelling. You're right. E.T. We I like to call her E.T. Uh, White Wolf. She's a well, nonsense lady. I don't, well, she eat what? She's eating magic mushrooms and all this other stuff. I mean, really? Come on, come on. This is. <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway. Let's let's keep going here. More uh, that. So that's that's we have some more Fed news. Why is that there? Ah, on top of the Fed news, as I alluded to on David Knight's show, Fed to allow emergency bank lending program to expire on March 11th. Not very good. Here we go. By Pete Schroeder and Michael S. Derby took two people to write this article from Reuters. The Federal Reserve on Wednesday said a funding lifeline created for banks after the collapse of Silicon Valley threatened to spark. And this this is an extremely misleading article. See, it's not only this emergency lending program that they started during SVB because there's a liquidity crisis. There was a liquidity crisis before COVID. Now the liquidity crisis is rearing its ugly head and they can't control it. Okay. Also the repo bond program is ending in March. Okay. It's dovetailing with this. Okay. That, that's terra firma. Okay. But anyways, the fed also raised interest rates on new loans from the bank team term funding. What does this tell you? What does this tell you? The banks need to loan money from the Fed. The banks that you have your money in, get out of those institutions. Use them to pay bills, okay? That's it. Use them to pay your bills. Do not keep your savings in the bank. I'm repeating myself over and over again because it's important. They don't have your money. They have to borrow money from the Fed so it looks like they have liquidity. They take fractional reserve banking. They take your money. They invest it in other places like gambling in the stock market. A lot of times they lose your money. Okay. And then they take the money from Paul's bank account to give it to Mary when she's going to the ATM or she needs to make some kind of transaction. That's how that works. They don't have any reserves. 
Okay, they used to have 10% reserve. In other words, if they had a million dollars in deposits, they only had to keep $10,000, is that right? Or $100,000 in the bank of reserves. They literally only had $100,000 to cover their million dollars of deposits because it's fractional reserve banking. The reserve doesn't cover the deposit. Other people's money do. Yes, Jason Barker, it is a shell game. 100%. Yes, White Wolf Goldilocks is out of options. 100%. The printer, the paper, the currency maker. I like that. That's very, that's very catchy. What do we got here from now what? Now what's always got interesting things and very kind. Con- <laughs> I like now, now what I love it uh, because, you, you, you know, I like the challenge too sometimes when you throw those in there. It's great. What do you think of a high-yield online savings account, like up to 5% interest? I don't like that. Now what? Okay, so my brother. I, I don't, I'm sure he's not going to mind me sharing this. He needed to buy a car a couple of weeks ago. I found him a car from, you know, some people that I know. All right. And he needed to get his money out of the online bank. What he had to do to do that was ridiculous. Now, the 5% interest rate, that's very, it's very appealing, but I still would not trust these financial institutions. Now what? Because even that online bank, they play the, sell, the same shell game, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's ridiculous. So Geesebuster says it's a shell game without the ball. That's right. There you go. There's nothing in there. There's nothing underneath the shells, Geesebusters. So I'm not fond. If you can find a smaller credit union, that's not too bad. Okay. But remember, everybody, you know, remember this. The FDIC has a $12 billion shortfall in insuring your bank, the bank accounts. All right. So the FDIC is supposed to protect your money in case something happens to the bank. It's insured by the FDIC. Well, they're $12 billion shortfall. That I reported that on, on that in November. I'm pretty sure they probably haven't fixed it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're 100% right now. Yeah, the banks are just, they're losers. You know, it, it, like I said, I use the bank to pay bills. Um, smaller credit unions. All right. Just make sure it's, it's a smaller credit union and it's not tied to a bank because a lot of these credit unions are tied to bigger banks. Okay. They're subsidiaries of another, of, of a big bank. Okay. JP Morgan has a lot of credit unions that are subsidiaries of them. So does bank of America. Okay. Let's keep going here. Where are we at? Um, so the fed also raised the interest rate on the new loans. So basically I just wanted to, I, I grabbed this article because I wanted everybody to know where we're where we're using um where where we're at with the banks okay they are illiquid okay they're being consolidated right now the fed is going to start letting the banks fall on their face and there's bank runs going on as well okay that people aren't talking about but the fed are bound and determined to consolidate okay they need to do this to prepare for cbdc they don't they can't have a bunch of banks you're right, White Wolf. It all it could all collapse tomorrow. Let me see here. Yep. Jason Barker. If the banks were forced to hold a reserve, then there would be no need for FDIC. That's right, Jason. A hundred percent. So it's a, you know, back in the day, back in the 1800s, the banks had to have that money there. Okay. There was no, no, not having the reserves. There was none of that. All right. And they had a lot of wildcat banks, but they all got smashed out. Okay. And the, in the advent, of the postmodern, um, the um, industrial revolution. Okay, the robber baron banks, they didn't like that. So they had smart, they stayed, all the cattle banks, the small cattle banks, all right? 
they 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 uh they 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 had all the money there and they didn't like it the big banks didn't like it because the people in the west they were putting their money in the small what they called wildcat banks and they eliminated them and they created in 1921 the farmers depression okay to finally they had they had they had they were attacking them this whole time and then the 1921 farmers depression put the kibosh on it all it was absolutely ridiculous you're right banks used to have to hold 10 percent. when covid came now what that that was eliminated it is it is ridiculous that's here's another one a great you guys are great uh jason barker says every bank in the western world is insolvent solvent they can pick and choose which ones shut down or consolidate they are they are a hundred percent uh a hundred percent um insolvent jay and they are 100 percent um consolidating white wolf back in the 1800s the banks would have been burned to the ground if they pulled yes 100 percent white wolf that's why i i'm a big fan of of history you know in the 1800s and in 1700s i i really like it now what you are 100 percent all right not only is it wrapped up in derivatives it's wrapped up in high risk derivatives they lose their asses with this stuff okay and it's not their asses they're losing it's other people's money and then they go to the Fed and borrow money from them, okay? And then the Fed, with the repo bond market thing, they're, they're faking liquidity. There's billions of dollars being transferred into institutions back and forth overnight. It's Karen Carpenter, welcome to the chat. Welcome to the show. Yeah, you know what, White Wolf, you're probably right because the balance sheets aren't accurate. None of the numbers that they give us are accurate. The derivatives are in the quadrillions by now. I, I would agree with that assessment 100%. Let's, let's move on. I'm not moving very fast. I'm sorry. You guys are... You guys are making such excellent points tonight. Uh, hopefully we don't go too long over. I got a very funny video. Mojo Jojo is coming to the Tiger's Den tonight. You want to you hold on for that. Anyway, we need to laugh after all this crap, ladies and gentlemen. Major U.S. banks, including J.P. Morgan Chase, could consider legal challenge against the Fed Reserve. Here's why. I wonder why. Let's see. Let's find out, ladies and gentlemen. Several of America's largest banks, including J.P. Morgan Chase, Citibank, and Goldman Sachs, are considering legal action against the U.S. Federal Reserve, spearheaded by Eugene Scalia, a prominent conservative trial lawyer. The case against the Fed's news, new cash reserve requirements. Oh, now what? We were just talking about this, weren't we? Under the representation of the Bank Policy Institute, the banks are challenging the Federal Reserve's proposed rules requiring them to hold an additional 20% in cash reserves. This regulation is intended to bolster the bank's ability to manage liqu the liquidity crisis. Oh, my goodness. Someone is admitting that there's a liquidity crisis. Wow. I can't believe it. I love Greg Manorino. Manorino says there's only $2 trillion in cash in the U.S. Yeah, that's 100%. We're already pretty much CBDC. And I agree with that. I agree with that. People say, oh, the CBDC is coming. The CBDC, it's already here. 80 to 85% 80 to of transactions are done digitally. The money's been digitized, okay? It's just not official, okay? It hasn't been turned into a token, all right? That's that's the thing. Yeah, I love Gregory Manorino. I had him on the show now. What? It's uh, if you if you go back on my Rumble channel, you can see great guy, super nice guy too. He knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. Anyways, under the representation of the bank, they want twenty percent cash reserves. The regulation is intended to bolster banks' ability to manage the liquidity crisis and prevent prevent scenarios similar to the bank runs experienced a year ago. However, the banks argue that these rules are excessively stringent. Stringent. Internal analysis suggests that the actual cash reserve requirement could only effectively be high as 30%, which they claim is unreasonable. How is that unreasonable? How is having the money that people put in the bank, okay, 
having their money really there unreasonable. I would go to jail. They'd throw me under the clink if I did this. And any of you. My gosh, I'm going to, oh, I need some canine pepper or some beetroot. Goodness gracious. I can't believe this. The things people say. Unbelievable. Jason Barker, bring something up. CBDC has been the plan since before anyone heard of it. Correct. Fed now Twitter page was created in June 2015. And, and Jay, I'm not pushing back on you. You know this because we've discussed this. I've seen a lot of people come out and some people that I admire when Fed now first hit. Um, if, if, hey, hey, if, if Jeff the Collie was running the Federal Reserve, it'd be way better off, White Wolf. Dogs know what's going on. <laughs> I love dogs. Anyways, um, Fed now was the souping up of what we call SWIFT. So they can have the CBDC. They added in the shared ledger system. All of that stuff was put together with FedNow so they could add the CBDC. People said FedNow was CBDC. It's, it's not. It's definitely not. It's, it's a way to facilitate a CBDC. So they had to soup everything up to be able to do that, Jay. And we discussed that. Anyways, um, the legal confrontation comes at a time when the banks across the United States are grappling with significant losses on bonds. While these bonds can be held until maturity, they possess a substantial risk in situations where banks require immediate liquidity. The Federal Deposit Institute, the FDIC, has reported unrealized securities losses in the banking system totaling approximately $684 billion, highlighting the precarious financial position of many institutions. I pulled this up once again to, tell, to show you there is a liquidity crisis. Okay, I don't know what's going to happen with this. I would, I would lean towards this is all them addressing because other economists are looking at this stuff and saying, "Hey, what are you guys doing here? There's no reserve. You got bank runs going on. Yeah, you got to do something." I would be surprised if they go if, if they'll go back to ten percent. I would be surprised if they go to twenty percent. But in my mind, in the way that I think. Anything less than 100% is criminal. It really is because they're taking your money and they're doing things from it. Hey, White Wolf, Karen Carpenter, Vince, Jason, now what? Brian Taylor, Pat the Plumber. Hey, guys, um, who else? Hey, Levi, can I borrow a bunch of money and go, go to the casino with it? Can I do? Let me hold your money for you. And by the way, while I'm holding it, I'm going to go to the casino with it. That's what. That's basically what they're doing. That's what that is. That's what the banking system does. Okay. I would never ask you guys to do that, but I'm just saying that's the example. Okay. Here's another thing. Fed, stupid thing. Fed raises rate on emergency loan program to stop arbitrage. Bank term funding program will expire on March 11th as planned. Banks will see higher rates borrow to borrow effective immediately. They won't let me read the rest of this. I wanted to pull this headline up. And the reason they have to do this is because there, there are bank runs going on. All right. That's what's going on. And nobody's telling you about it. If you, they said that, then the bank runs get worse. That's the, if you look at the history of bank runs, once the, the, the cat gets out of the bag, the dogs start running after the cat. They need to get their money out of the bank. Everybody will start going to the bank and pulling their money out like souflaki, faster than a, a, a snake's lightning tongue tied to a thunderbolt or a lightning bolt. Did I say a snake's lightning tongue? A snake's tongue tied to a lightning bolt. Sorry. Anyways, WAPO, WAPO, Washington Post. Okay. 
disgusting, lying snakes, forketh tongue, two-headed snakes speaking out of both sides of their mouth. Okay? I think Bezos owns this stupid publication anyway. They're saying the U.S. economy grew at surprisingly strong 3.3% past the quarter, according to the con- pointing to continued resilience. They're saying that because of the GDP. All right. And Gregory Manorino has said this. Gerald Salente has said this. And I have said this. The GDP is only high because of the war spending. If you took the war spending out, the GDP would be in the negative because all economic indicators. I got it written down here. Where we got every single economic indicator. We are in a death spiral. Okay, manufacturing factory activity down, business activity down, business loans down, okay, any kind of action from the bank down, all right? Debt default from the consumer and corporations, all-time high. But the Washington Post says the economy is okay, and the fake GDP numbers, they, they say the economy is okay. This, I hate liars. I don't say the word hate very often. It's a very strong word. I detest when people lie to me. And I detest when a major publication like this lies, doesn't shed the light on the truth, and the consumer is left on the hook. These people are going to be suffering. People who aren't watching these economic programs who have the Austrian way of thinking of economics. They don't know what is coming for them. This is like a wrecking ball coming right at them. And they're not prepared. And it's a damn shame. It makes me sad and it makes me angry because people are going to suffer. Pray for them. Falling inflation, rising growth. Another Washington Post article. Rising growth give the U.S. the world's best recovery. We are a necromancy walking zombie when it comes to the economy. It's driving me insane. And people are suffering now. You're white, white wall. Get some of these comments up here. Now what? So true. Like inflation, rate tables ignore food and gas. They do the same with GDP. More machines spent 100%. 100%. And here's another thing. Now what? A lot of times they play with it. So it's a basket of goods they use to calculate the inflation. They'll play with the numbers in ways like they'll go to certain places where everything's the cheapest, the lowest price. And they'll add that to the basket of goods. They won't take a, an average median of what things are costing and add that up. They never do that. And sometimes they leave things out. Okay. If, if it's going to make them, if it makes the GDP look worse or inflation work or look worse or the PC personal consumption expenditure look worse, those numbers came out. Okay. You got year to year, we're up 2.9% on personal con, uh, con, uh, consumption expenditure. A couple of weeks ago, I looked at food inflation. And a year ago, I told you, almost a year ago, I told you that at 9.9% or 8 point something percent, it would be almost 18% in that year. We're at 17% year to year with food inflation right now. God, just, I had the numbers up from uh, from Fred, the, the um, what is that? Um, not Louisiana Federal Reserve. Okay. So anyways, they just Washington Post. They're full of horse manure. They blow horse smoke. It's 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 a horrible. It's just worse than ninja dust getting blown in your eyes. <laughs> Bunch of garbage. Anyways, here we go. Stock market news. Now the party on Wall Street continues because the Federal Reserve keeps buying the bonds, keeping the bond rate low. Okay, printing money to do this, issuing more debt to do this. 
dead in the front door, dead out the back door, all right? And there's a party on Wall Street. And that's why I pulled this up. This is the, the fifth straight record day for S&P 500. We will see 40,000 this year in the market in the Dow Jones, guaranteed. I didn't pull that up either. That's all right. I think we can, I'll probably pull it up towards the end of the show. I'm trying to move a little quick because I know it's, we're getting long in the tooth here. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Chase Bank Branch is closing in February and March. Here's the full list, okay? So Chase is consolidating. I don't think they're going anywhere, but I think they're going to consolidate in their own backyard here, all right? Because they know what's going on, okay? Full list of major U.S. companies slashing staff. But the economy is great. That's why I pull these articles up after the Washington Post article, okay? Last year, jobs cuts weren't the end of layoffs. Further reductions are in the cards for 2024. Companies like Amazon, BlackRock, Nike, Intel, Citigroup have announced plans for cuts this year. That's because the consumer is not buying anything, okay? All the interest rates, people aren't getting loans. It's banks. It's bigger companies. Even Amazon, Leviathan companies, they have a, a, a margin they want to make every year, okay? And they cut and play with their numbers so they can make sure that they hit that margin. All right. And what's going on here is they'll cut their employees to make up for the people who aren't buying things from them because the U.S. economy is devastated and the consumer, the inflation is blowing their heads off. All right. Everyone, they're melting their credit cards right now. All right. Everybody's in debt. Don't do that. Don't fall for that. Please do not fall for that. OK, they don't have they don't have the full list here. I've got another one, 18 companies laying off mass numbers of employees. I bet you most of them are retail companies, okay? Here we go. Let's see here. Let's see if they tell us. Oh, no, I have to do it like this. We got Macy's. We got Whole Foods. We got eBay, okay? The pups. There's Macy's again. We got Google. We got BlackRock, okay? Who else do we? We got Wayfair, all right? Huge company, all right? TikTok, another big Leviathan tech company, all right? Varum, whoever in the hell they are. Walmart, okay? Tuesday morning. Lots of ads. Morgan Stanley. Banks. Old Navy and Gap. Jenny Craig. Where are we at here? 3M. Another huge, gigantic company. Uber. Whole Foods. And I believe, ah, Tyson. Who else do we have here? That's it. Okay? Unbelievable. Does that sound like the economy is in a, a record recovery? Does it sound like our economy is doing good? Oh, the GDP numbers are up. Really? Really? Ask, ask the average Joe. Ask the average Mary. Ask them. Ask them how they're doing. It's ridiculous. This is ridiculous. The lies they tell us. And we should all be angry. Every single one of us should be an angry tiger right now. Because this is crap. But you know what? We're not going to let this throw us off our game. We're going to use what they do. We're going to watch what they do. We're going to use these things to our advantage. Okay. We're going to keep our chins to the wind. We're going to support each other. All right. And we're going to do what's right. We're going to act and think like a tiger. We're going to be virtuous. We're going to be self-sufficient and we're going to be confident. We're not going to let them scare us. We're not going to let them steal our joy. Like I alluded to on my radio show last night. We don't do that. On to the, um, Real, the um, commercial real estate crisis this is just another another article to show you how well the economy is doing. 
The office apocalypse will see a wave of buildings demolished or converted to residential, New York City real estate exec says. The office building apocalypse is still taking shape, according to JLL Senior Managing Director Bob Kanakal. Kanakal. Yeah, that's how you say that, I guess. The top New York... The top New York City real estate executive thinks offices will be demolished or converted to residential properties. That's due to poor lending conditions and waning office demand for older buildings, Kanakal's warned. So, just letting you know that we have a commercial real estate crisis. It's not horse smoke. The guys who are telling, talking about this, the guys who are Austrian speak, Austrian economics are coming out of their mouth. Those are the people you need to listen to. Okay, those are the people you need to listen to. I studied this since 2008, Austrian economics, the markets. I've watched Greg. I've watched Gerald. Okay, I've watched a lot. Of, there's a few other ones out there that are pretty good. All right. God, now what says Costco expanding building and you who's winning in California. These big corps have monopolized the ones who obeyed the government during COVID. A hundred percent. You're a hundred percent right now. What? But anybody else? Neil Cavuto, when he's stuffing cannolis in his nostrils and in his mouth, and he's got the lobster tails. Those are a confection, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what a lobster tail is. He stuffs them in his ears. He got Kramer dipping his head in the bowl of sugar and coming out and talking really fast. And my name is Kramer, and you got to miss this. Oh, the market's great. Oh, everything's great. The economy's great. Bidenomics works. Okay. Those people are all horse smoke. And I have a feeling that they know that they're horse smoke. They might really believe the, the horse manure that they're shoveling the people. But I don't think so. You've got to be really stupid to believe some of these things. All right. And you, ladies and gentlemen, are not stupid. You are all winners. You are all have big brains. And I love each and every one of you in a very nice and healthy way. <laughs> anyway, Jamie Diamond, Demon, Diamond, Demon, I mean, Demon, Diamond warns of looming economic doom for the U.S. Well, Jamie Demon is not, uh, he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't have such a, a cheery outlook. Janie Demon, the chairman and CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, recently painted a rather gloomy picture for the U.S. economy, likening the nation's escalating debt to a high-speed drive. All of a sudden, this guy's worried about the debt. To a high-speed drive toward a cliff. During a panel at the Bipartisan Policy Center, Demon didn't mince words when he went about the dire consequences if the federal government fails to address this bur... bur I can't even say that. This big issue, I'm just going to say that. Reflecting on the economy, I'm going to have to look that word up and be able to pronounce it. That irritates me. I like to be articulated, articulate, articulated in my articulation. Anyway, reflecting the economy's state back in 1982 with soaring inflation and unemployment rates. This has got to be written juxtaposed. This has got to be written either by somebody who's crazy or the AI against a significantly lower debt to GDP ratio. Demon pointed out the stark difference with today's scenario. Currently, the U.S. debt to GDP ratio stands over 100%. I've covered this. It's actually like 120%. Okay. Demon vividly describes this as a hockey stick moment in the, on the horizon. They love that hockey stick thing. A point of no return where global markets heavily invested in U.S. debt might revolt. You think so? You don't think they're revolting already? They're buying the bonds and selling them. That's a part of a financial attack. All right. And then the Fed goes in and buys them. Okay. To keep the, to keep the interest rate on the bonds down, to keep the bond, the, the, the 10 year yield down. We have an inverted yield curve in the bond market right now. This is old news. This is old news. But when this guy warns us, we always look at it.
Okay. We always get warnings from these financial institutions. Consumers are propping up the U.S. economy. This is from Fox News. But they're going into debt to do so. Americans committed to spending, even in the face of high inflation and interest rates, has kept the U.S. economic engine running for the past two years. But that may be finally coming to an end. Households are draining their savings and racking up historic amounts of credit card debt, which could finally bring an end to the post-COVID-19 spending spree. Americans with jobs and money in their pockets are going to spend. However, as the economy slows, as we move through the middle portion of this year and the labor market softens, we continue to believe the holiday spending that occurred last year was a bit of a last hurrah for the consumer. Wells Fargo senior global market strategist wrote in a note on Wednesday. This is something I've been reporting on. Okay. This is something I have been reporting on. We knew this was happening. I just wanted to pull it up to show you. And another thing that irritates me, what did they say? Where is it? What they said here. Okay. They said America, they're blaming it on a soft. They didn't mention inflation in this at all. All right. And that's one of the big reasons. Okay. Oh, big, big reasons. Okay. That that's what's going on here. That is what's going on here. So, <laughs> that's some funny stuff going on in the chat. Guys, I try not to look at it sometimes because it distracts me from what I'm doing. Um, over 1.4 million people could lose federal energy aid as a record number of Americans fall behind on utility bills. I pulled this up to show you we're not blowing horse smoke around on the Tiger and Snake financial report. People are hurting out there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, they are hurting. My family of four can no longer live comfortably. I am imagining this person lives in one of the higher-end states. On 230000 a year, here's how much the American dream really costs. Hmm. A former Goldman Sachs analysis says, yeah, that's why. His family of four need to earn more than 230000 a year in order to live comfortably in California, San Francisco Bay Area. Sam Dogan, now 46, hit headlines in 2012 after retiring at the age of 34 with $300 million net worth. Since that time, the father of two, who has also penned the best-selling book, Buy This, Not That, How to Spend Your Way to Wealth and Freedom, has been living off passive income from stocks, bonds, and real estate. But in a candid new post for his website, Financial Samurai, <laughs> there's another guy out there that has a similar name that is a doomsayer in... Uh, I'm not going to say his name because I don't like disparaging people, but you guys know who I'm talking about. He likes to throw shurikens around, and he uh, he thinks he's like Bouncer, but Bouncer, but he's really not. He's he's a fear monger guy, and he's always selling you something. Anyway, Dogan revealed that recently cashed out of a considerable portion of his investments to purchase property for his young family in struggling but still pricey San Francisco. Now the financial guru says his investments will generate just two hundred thirty thousand dollars before taxes while his annual expenses are projected to top 288000 in 2024. To that sum, Dogan estimated that he'd have to earn approximately $420,000 a year before taxes were taken out. Um, this just shows you, I, I've explained this before to people, you know, this class envy thing. The guy who makes more money than you most likely is just like you living week to week because his bills are bigger. Now, this guy is not in that ilk. He's complaining. He's living in San Francisco. If he was really hurting, he'd move. But it's just another bellwether for what's going on in the economy. It affects everyone on the economic ladder. It just it depends how long it's going to take to affect you, depending on your position on that economic ladder. So let's keep going. Tech bubble 2.0. Are we on the brink of another crash? I pulled this up because of the ludicrous, the ludicrousness. This is ludicrous. Okay. 
there's not a tech bubble. There's a market bubble. There's a, there's a, there, there's, there's a currency bubble. Then there's a debt market bubble and there's a market bubble and it's going to burst and it's humongous. And when these bubbles burst, it'll start with the debt market. Okay. It is going to be financial ruin and chaos for one and all. And again, pray that that does not happen, but it's, it's coming. That's why I tell you guys, prepare, prepare, become your own store. You don't have to be rich. Go buy goods and things that people will need. If you're a person like me and you have some kind of skill, you have a service to offer people to barter. Because we don't know how nitty gritty this is going to get. We got to be ready for anything. Okay? Just wanted to say that. So I'm not going to read the story. I just wanted to pull that article up because I it's ludicrous because there is a huge bubble. It's not just a tech bubble. Okay? Anyways. China is covering up an economic crisis. Why did I pull this up? Okay, why do I always look at China every Tiger and Snake financial report? Okay, here's another one. China faces economic crisis amid unemployment figures, and it won't get any better. I pull this stuff up because when you see and you look at China's economy, we are their customer. Okay, their customer is not doing well. Okay, and that's why China's not doing well. We are no longer the producer of goods that's been sucked out like Ross Perot has a big fat sucking sound. All right, with NAFTA, thanks to the Bushes and the Clintons and thanks to the Uniparty, okay? This whole political theater and nonsense, I'm sick of it, you know? I, I just, oh, what do you think Trump's VP is going to be? Oh, look at Biden. Oh, look at this. It's there. Yeah, it's Biden's fault. Infl no, it's the Federal Reserve's fault inflation's going on. It's the centralized government's problem, a reason that that's the reason inflation is going on. You, you're looking at the wrong thing. No one can help you in Washington. It's a rotting carcass. They the, 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 head, uh, the fish rots from the head down. All right? There's nothing left. The insects have picked the bones clean on the fish's head. All right? It is corruptive chaos, like I said. Check out my video, Corruptive Chaos, on my Rumble channel. It's a real quick breakdown of how things work. It's all boondoggles and corruption and chaos. And it's taken on a life of its own. And the Federal Reserve... They throw the money into the trough of corruption for the garbage-eating politicians to dip their beaks in, all right? And the corporations are involved in this, too, the megacorps. That's what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we're at the end of the report. I, I usually cover the market. I don't have it up. I'll try to type it up really quick, okay? Let's see here. Give me two seconds. I hope everybody's doing well, and I want everybody not to despair over this news. Pray. God is on our side. Pray. Get to know your neighbors. Love your family. Love your friends. Remember about time. That's your most valuable commodity. All right? Don't live in their fake world. Don't measure yourself with their fake measuring stick of success. Okay? Because it's all artificial, postmodern garbage. Okay? Just wanted to say that. Let's go to my favorite. Where are the bonds? Bonds, bonds, bonds. What is going on here? There we go. I'm curious. It's... <laughs> Let's see, in one day, we went up and we went down a lot. That's massive buying from the Fed. Look at the stocks real quick. S&P 500, fifth record day on Friday. Um, They're at 4,890 points. NASDAQ, 17,421 17, points. Down Joe's Industrial, 38,109. Volatility index at 13.26%. And the Dixie down a little bit. Well, it was, it was down a little bit Friday, but it, it raised over the weekend here. Tech, tech stocks doing well. 
everything's fair, doing fairly well. You see these red numbers is 1.75%, 90 basis points. Not a lot that Apple went down. Oil, still in a contango, $78. They've not hit that $80 barrel a mark. Why is that important? $80 a barrel is when OPEC starts making money. I believe that OPEC is buying the oil futures, keeping the, the oil price low. And I think they're going to cut production from everything that I've read. Gold, 2022, up 21% or 0.21%, up right around four basis points. Silver, 22.84% or 22 .8, $22.84. Gold at $2,222.29. $2,022.29. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, Bitcoin, 42,000, all right? Where else are we at here? What do we got? 10-year yield, 4.19%. Um, these ETFs, these Bitcoin ETFs, they're all over the place. I'm not sure which one to follow. I think it's Beto is the main one, okay? $20.30. Look at this, not financial advice, way to buy oil, DBO. Just say it, that's not financial advice. Anyways, if you could kindly go to the thetigersden.net, I'm selling the, this is who should be president all the time. Jesus, okay? And, and any proceeds go into the show, all right, um, to make the production value better. You know, I want to get a new mic, stuff like that. I'm not trying to grift anybody here, okay? But I'm spending time doing this, and I'm spending time researching and, and all that good stuff. And I love you guys, and, you know, not, not I don't like asking for anything, but I like to sell things that are good for you. Or you could go to my website, tigersden.net. All right, it's in the, it's not in the description of this video. I'll probably add it later. Okay. And it takes you to wisewolfgold.com. All right. Oh, look, they've updated their website. And then you can get to the Wolf Pack. And that's that buyer's program that we mentioned in the commercial. You can go in from 35 all the way up to a thousand monthly, monthly delivered to your door. And is um basically um you're getting a discount because you're in a buying group. All right, I'm gonna check. Real quick, I'm gonna check the uh, the chat in Rumble. Say hello to everybody. I got Jason Barker, Levi, Brian Taylor, Mary Nancy. Who else do we got? Opossum King. What is going on? Um, who else do we have here? I think that covers it. We had uh, we got Patrick the Plumber. We got Guard Goldsmith. Everybody, one and all, in the in the Rumble chat. I want to thank you for viewing. I want to make sure I'm not missing anybody. Michael Man, 8088. What's going on, brother? Glad to see you there, my friend. Anyway, uh, Ripper, 6720. What is going on? All you guys in the chat, all my viewers, White Wolf, everybody, thank you so much for viewing. I really appreciate your support. It's a big deal. It really, really is. I, you know, I love you guys and everybody. You know, take care of each other. Use love, not hate. Use love. You put love in your life, you get joy in your life. You put love out, you get love back, you know? And uh, that's that's how this goes. That's really how this goes. Now, let's get down to some funny stuff. It's been a rough program and, uh, it, you know, lots of bad news, but I like to make people laugh. So we're going to get into some funny stuff. We're going to talk with Mojo Jojo, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Oh, why is my mouse freezing? Here we go. All right. Here comes Mojo Jojo. <laughs> what's going on where's my sound ah uh, plagued with technical difficulties Townsville volcano mountain on top of this mountain lies the lair of the revenge 
hateful, resentful, spiteful, law-breaking, mad, swindling, thieving, malicious, extorting, assaulting, crooked, torturous, dishonest, complaining, wicked, in reason, menacing, cutty, swarthy, shadowy, villainous villain of all time. And he calls himself... Mojo Jojo! Oh, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you! Some breakfast. One egg left. But for a nutritious breakfast, two eggs is the minimum requirement, and I have but one, which is one tie of two, and it is two that I need. Curses! I must immediately purchase some eggs, for I need to have breakfast, and without the eggs, I cannot have the breakfast that I so require. I have forgotten my wallet. Curses! <laughs> Get out of my moat! It is not made to be paid in! <laughs> I must remember to destroy those kids after my breakfast has been eaten. Stupid people. Please change. Change. Excuse me, sir, but can you please direct me to the location of where I may locate some eggs, for I would like to purchase them so that they can travel home with me and I can eat them today. And maybe tomorrow. Aisle three. upon the world's latest events that have happened that this paper has reported with the words that they wrote. But first, I must attend to the dishes that I have soiled with the food that I have eaten. Thank you, Jason. I was muted. I want to thank everybody for viewing. I wanted to mention freeworld.fm, uh, the freest nation in the world, the freest radio in the world. Um, Tiger Tales, lots of fun. Every Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, a lot, a lot of fun. We have an active chat. I have a lot of fun. People in the chat have a lot of fun. I play music, mix music, all kinds of great stuff, tell crazy stories. And, you know, we talk about lifting ourselves up and what we can do for ourselves. And I would also like to, uh, I would like to thank, um, Chris Graves, uh, Argent supporter of mine. He has a cranium blender there. Check out Chris Graves. He is a badass. Uh, he is a mastodon of researchers. And um, that is that is that is it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, and remember, time is your most valuable commodity. Try not to waste it. Cherish it. Use it wisely. Spend it doing something you love.
with someone you love, improving yourself, or preferably all three of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for viewing, and until we meet again. Your time is your most valuable commodity. Cherish it and use it wisely. Until we meet again. Oh, <laughs>